Today's scripture comes from 1 John 4, 7 through 12. Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God. But if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. The word of God. I grew up in uh, a state that is known as the land of 10,000 lakes, um, Minnesota, (laughs) in case you're like quizzing yourselves. The land of 10,000. And what I heard a lot, uh, and I don't think it's a Minnesota thing, I think it's a, a people all over the world thing, but what I heard a lot when talking about going to church um, was I heard this phrase, I can worship God just as well from a fishing boat in the middle of a lake as I can sitting in church on Sunday morning. Normally said by people in my own life who went fishing on Sunday morning instead of going to church, right? This idea that I can worship God just fine out in, in creation, out in nature, you know, by myself. That's, that's how I like to worship God. I don't need to do that church thing. I don't need to do that that thing where you, where you go into a building and you all face the same way and then, uh, and then there's some announcements in the beginning and then there's like three worship songs and then there's you know, a little bit of this and then they pass a plate and then, then you get, right? You're all familiar? Right? Yeah. Uh, I don't need to worship God uh, like that. I, I can do it out in nature. And, and I think it's interesting because it's not 100% wrong. If we actually look at it, I mean, we can go out in nature, and God created the world, uh, and we can go out and we can enjoy God's beautiful creation, and, and we can look around, and especially when we live in such a beautiful area, you can just be struck in awe and wonder, and uh, the higher I feel like you get into the mountains, the more, at least for myself, I see these beautiful sights, and I'm like, how many people have even seen this? And how many people have even stood at this lookout and seen it, but yet God made it this beautiful, God made it this amazing, like what a great God, right? And we, and we can worship God that way. But there is some underlying assumptions in that statement uh, that I think are worth pointing out. The first one, the first underlying assumption is that my Christian life, that my Christian life is primarily about my relationship with God. That, that that's kind of, that's what it's all about. It's just, it's just me. It's this individualistic view, right? It's just me and God. And uh, I don't know, I feel like it's a country song, but it's, it's like me and God in my pickup truck. And, and it's like that kind of like Christianity, right? Like we're just following after him and, and that's kind of it. And therefore, if we follow that thought, right? Therefore, being in a Christian community isn't really that important. And, and, I mean, we can, we can go on a mountaintop. You can bring your Bible with, too, right? But you can learn a lot about Jesus. You can learn a lot about the world, and you can be out in creation. But you're missing a big part 
if you're not doing it with other Christians. And you probably think and act and behave exactly the same 25 years later as you, as you did initially, right? Because you're not living with other believers. You're not sitting down and uh, even, even when you're reading scripture together, like in these life groups we're talking about, and, and you read something and somebody else goes, oh, that's interesting that that's how you understood it because I grew up in this other kind of household, and I, or maybe I grew up in this other country, and when I read it, uh, it, it sounds like this to me, and we're able to kind of like learn together and grow together and, and go much further than we could by ourselves. So today's sermon, um, and because we had the stuff earlier, I'll just let you know it's going to be shorter than normal. Just fair, fair warning. <laughs> Because it's already, I don't, know, I don't want to tell you the time. The clock's back there. Uh, but we're already getting later. So, uh, but I still want to get into this. This is really great stuff. And we're going to talk about these, these life groups and why we should live uh, together with other Christians and not just this me on my fishing boat on the lake kind of Christianity. Um, and quite frankly, I think, I think there's a lot of people who have been pursuing that kind of Jesus that kind of Christianity, they've like burnt out from it, and then they're kind of like ditching the whole thing. And I, and I look around at our world, particularly in our country, and I, I see a lot of people that tried like, I only go to church Sunday morning, um, the, here's my one hour time slot, uh, this is my like Christianity thing, and, and if I'm really good, I do it every week, but you know, I'm hitting it a couple times a year, uh, hopefully more, and and then they try, and they're like, it just wasn't for me. And it's like, they, they haven't even tried the real thing. They have, I mean, they, they've heard about Jesus, but they haven't even, like, lived this life with other Christians. You know, it's just, it kind of makes me sad, actually. It's like, it's like they try it and, and dabble a little bit, and they're like, mm, it was okay. It was more of my parents' thing. Uh, and, then, and then I started going, and then it's like, I don't know. And... It might sound funny coming from a pastor, but I kind of agree. Like, if that's it, if that's it, if you just show up and you all face the same direction and you sing some songs and, and somebody comes up there and they speak for a while and then that's like your whole faith, I'm not interested either. Like, I, I don't know, no thank you. I, I can listen to podcasts on my own. Like, if that's all it's really about... and. And yet, when I read Scripture, that's not what I see. When, when I actually go into the Bible and I read it, that's not how these early followers of Jesus, that's not how they were behaving. That's not how they were living their lives. And it makes me like reflect back on myself and the people around me, and I'm saying, what are we missing? What are we missing here? So uh, let's go into um, a little bit of, of what makes this kind of Christian community thing, what makes it different than uh, any other community I have. You know, there's other people I spend time with, uh, family members, friends, and, and some are Christians and some are not. How, how is that not just my community? Why, why do I need this other thing? And the Bible paints this really beautiful picture of what it looks like when believers in Jesus are living together uh, and are, are loving each other. Uh, it brings me to 1 John 4, uh, 17 through tw- or 7 through 12. Um, little hint on some Bible study stuff. When a word is repeated in the Bible, that author is trying to get you to notice the word. I'm not going to tell you the word, but you're going to hear it, 
And I'll give you a hint. It's repeated 13 times in the sixth verse. So you're probably going to notice what word it is. All right, here it is. This is 1 John 4, 7 through 12. Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only Son into the world that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God loved us, so we ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us, and his love is made complete in us. All right, 13 times in six verses. What was it? Love. love. Very good. It says God a lot, too. But <laughs> the answer is love. Uh, it's about love. It's about this other kind of love, though. It's not this, like, solely this lovey-dovey, you know, kind of love. It's, it's about this self-sacrificing. Uh, I'm, I'm willing to step back if it can help you step forward, you know, kind of, kind of love that, uh, that we experience just bits and pieces of in our world, but we're called as a church to, to be people of this kind of love, that this is how it should look. When your life group gathers, this is kind of how it should look, that somebody on the outside could look in and be like, wow, they love one another, and they're not even like siblings. You know, like we live in this world, like we kind of have categorized it all, right? So, so they really love one another, and they have nothing in common. They really love one another, and, you know, if I was honest, I don't think they voted the same in the last election. But yet they love one another, right? They, they are coming alongside, they're bearing each other's burdens. They're, when one's going through a hard time, other people are, are right there to, uh, to love in really practical ways. One thing that has really um, just, just made me so grateful for the life group ministry here at chapel, ever since I've started, I've been... Uh, it's about three years now I've, I've been here, and I've been impressed by how much you feed each other. And I don't just mean at your meetings. Like, your meetings, that's great. Like, we have food at ours, too. I didn't say it before, but if you counted my group out because we don't have food, uh, we eat, too. Uh, <laughs> I don't just mean that. I mean when someone's sick, right? When someone's going through a hard time, when someone has had surgery or somebody, uh, you know, has had Maybe somebody really close in their life is going through a hard time. This church feeds each other. They love each other well with, with uh, casseroles, right? Sorry, I'm translating. In, in Minnesota, you say hot dishes, and then I, like, I almost said hot dish, and I was like, they're not going to know what I'm saying. You love each other well with casseroles, uh, with salads, with, with just wonderful dishes that you bring right to their front door. And and as they eat it, it feels like love, right? Those of you who have been on the receiving end of that, it feels wonderful. And, and that's kind of what it should look like. You know, before I was more heavenly involved in a church, I didn't have people do that who weren't relatives. I had relatives that would maybe do that. You know, you're going through a hard time and they try to love you that way. 
but, but people I'm not related to? Like, what a beautiful thing when you think about it. I mean, we're called in Scripture to be brothers and sisters in Christ, uh, and then we live it out, and, and I want to say, like, praise God. <laughs> you know, uh, it's just a wonderful, uh, awesome thing. My family and I, we've been involved in uh, different small groups, different churches, uh, pretty consistently since about 2010. Uh, before that, not so much, but 2010, we started a group. Um, I was at, at a church in Illinois, and there was a lot of um, younger families there, and they were really disconnected from each other. There was a kind of core group at the church, and then there was all these people on the fringe, and they were really disconnected. And uh, the year before I had started there, uh, somebody said, let's, let's do a small group uh, with all these families. Uh, and it sounded wonderful, and they invited them all, and no one showed up, right? I mean, because it's just kind of what happens, right? I mean, like, sounds terrible, but like, let's be honest. Like, sometimes you send out the, the emails, and, and no one shows up. So the next year, we're like, we got to be more creative than this. Uh, so the next year, we actually started a sand volleyball team instead, and then invited all those people. Very sneaky. <laughs> So we started a sand volleyball team. We were the only church team in the league. It was like through the community center. So, uh, so there was all these groups of friends, and, and they just signed up, and we just signed up as a church team, and we'd play against them. Um, and deep friendships for I mean, actually, it didn't just stay as sand volleyball. That was like how we got to know each other. Um, about a year and a half in, we started doing sand volleyball and meeting at the church for like small group stuff, feeding each other. Uh, reading the Bible together. Pretty soon we had two groups because we couldn't uh, fit in what was like the big fellowship hall space at the church. That was filling up. Uh, we ended up having like six people that were doing like childcare, you know, at it kind of thing. And it was just this, this huge group. And, and the awesome part is not that it grew. I mean, that, that part's great, but that people were connecting. That's why it was growing, right? It was growing because there's people that were on the fringes that are like, they're now showing up to worship, and they're looking around, and they're like, those are my people, right? We all want that, right? If you've been going to this church a long time, maybe you forgot what it felt like before, but it's, it's rough when you show up, and you look around, and you're like, who am I going to say hi to today? And if, and if you're involved in these groups, like, they don't have to be those people, but quite often they are. Like, they're the people that you show up, and you really think, oh, I really hope, uh, you know, these two people are going to be there today. And it's just this beautiful uh, connection together. And actually, when we moved from Illinois and we moved out to California, uh, we had four people from that group the next summer that flew out here and spent a week with us, uh, just exploring in the mountains and having a ton of fun. But like, that's where those relationships were formed. These are the people that like, flew from Illinois to California to spend time with us. And it's because of what we called small groups uh, at that church. And and I just, I don't know, I just want that for you. <laughs> like, I, I just want that to be a part of your Christian walk. I don't want this, this sense that, like, I go to church and, and I, again, I just face the same direction as everyone else. And when we stand sometimes and we sit sometimes and, and we sing sometimes and we listen sometimes, and, like, and that's it. Like, I just have more. <laughs> like, get more and... And it's, it's worth it. It's worth the investment. It's worth the investment of time. It's worth looking at the sheet and figuring out, okay, Tuesdays don't work for me. This day, duh. You know, and trying to think what could work in my life. It is, 
Oh, it's so, so worth it. I mean, you would imagine a, uh, a gathering that you've come to. Um, you, you've showed up at a friend's house, and, and you're going to watch, I don't know, the big game or something. And, and you're outside, and you look over at the grill, and they're cooking up all kinds of meat on that grill, right? And it smells great. You can smell, and then you go inside, and you see some of the, the stuff set up on the counter, and all of a sudden your brain goes, oh, we're having street tacos today, right? Not, not like the cheese, tomatoes, like the cilantro and onion stuff, right? Like the good, and it smells so great, and you're like, okay, I'm ready for this. Like, they got this grill going. Do I go hang out by the grill and smell that, or do I go inside and stare at the food? And, and I, you've all been there, right? Uh, and you're thinking to yourself, uh, how good this is going to be, how delicious uh, these tacos are going to be. And it, it finally comes time, and they prepare it all, and they, they take it, and they put this big metal cover on it, uh, and they bring it over, and it's got all the sides. Uh, it, looks, it looks good, all right? Uh, it's got all the sides, and they, they set it down on the table, and you all sit down, and you're ready for this delicious meal. And they take the lid off. And it's just all Taco Bell tacos <laughs> under the lid. How would you feel inside? <laughs> if you haven't had Taco Bell, it's pretty low-quality tacos. All right. I like the other stuff. I eat Taco Bell. But in this scenario, it's just Taco Bell tacos. You saw it all. You were so hungry for these delicious tacos, right? And, and that's all it is. And... If, if, just being honest, I think a lot of us have settled for the Taco Bell taco kind of Christianity. I, I think a lot of people have, have gone to churches and they've tried uh, the, the Taco Bell taco, if you will, and they're like, mm, I'm not sure I like tacos. I'm not sure this is all for me. I'm not sure this thing that, I, that I've tried is really worth it. And I just want to pause and say, but have you had the real thing? Have you had the real thing? Have you had it where it's not uh, this, this extra like consumerism thing, like, like where you're not going to show up and you're like, mm, uh, I liked that song, I didn't like this one. You know, like, oh, th this part was for me, this part wasn't for me. Like, like we're giving like a Yelp review at, at a church, right? Uh, have you had it where it's not that? Have you had it where, where you focus on uh, other people more than yourselves? Have you had it where, sure, you, you show up and you gather and you worship and it's wonderful and you can lift God's name high and we can praise him, but, but then you also go with a small group of people and you say, I want to be a better disciple of Jesus in five years than I am right now. How, how can I get there? What can I do? What can I do to make this more part of my life? What can I do to, to do this alongside other people? I want to love people better. I want that, I want that verse in 1 John that that I, I want that to sound a little more like my life than it does right now. And, and then we realize, like, I, I can't do that on my own. You can't do that on your own. Like, it's, it's not going to work. You're going you're to look the same in five years. You're going to behave the same. You're going to think the same, unless you're with other people. And, and you get to pick who those people are. And, and one wonderful thing about gathering as a church is you can put some church people in that. 
And you can lean on each other, and you can rely on each other, and you can grow deeper together. And who better to do it than each other? Who better to do this journey with than one another? And, and I'll end with this, but my, my hope for you all, my hope for you all is that, that you don't give up before you've had the real thing. I, again, I look around at the church, I look around at the church in, in America, and I look around at different generations of people, and I see a lot of people giving up on Taco Bell tacos. On the Taco Bell Taco Church. Like they're like, yeah, I tried that thing and I didn't really, it wasn't for me. And then they move on and they're like, you know, I like this other restaurant. <laughs> and I'm like, you haven't even had it. Like you have, if you haven't had the relationship piece, if you haven't had it where, where you're leaning on other people and they're leaning on you and, and you can rely on each other and you know that, that you're going through a hard time and other people are lifting you up in prayer and, and they're loving you in practical ways and they're loving you by telling their you that they're loving you, and, the, and they're, they're, you're going home after surgery, and there's food in the freezer. You haven't had that. I, I don't know if you've tried it much. And, and my prayer for, for this whole church is that we would just give it a taste. I think you'll like it. I think you'll like it. It is, it is good. Um, I didn't plan on doing this, but I'm curious in here. I mean, we had, uh, we have 11 life groups. We have other things. If you look on the sheet too, I do want to make sure to say that there's, there's prayer groups that, you know, weren't represented up here. There's uh, an adult Sunday school class that meets before worship that wasn't up here. Just kind of these different groups. Uh, be looking for those too. If, if you need recovery groups, there's recovery groups uh, through the church and, and at the church. Um, but if you, if you are part of these life groups, if you, if you attend, if you would be able to say like, yeah, this is, these are my people, uh, would you raise your hand? Look around. That's a good amount. That's, everyone's looking like, is my group raising their hand? <laughs> I hope they're claiming us. You can put them down. That's fine. <laughs> but like, talk to these people. These people have like found out something in their faith, and it's a beautiful thing. And they, I'm sure they will tell you uh, how worth it it is to set that time aside and be a part of it. Why don't we pray?